Hello everyone and welcome to episode 17, I think that's right, of uh, UK League Chat. Um, this time just me and Tom again. Uh, we've uh, faced a couple of cancellations, <laughs> so that's why we're uh, <laughs> we're just us two again. Uh, sorry for anyone that was uh, had their hopes up, but never mind. Um, but it gives us a chance to, now that the regular season's over, kind of have a bit of reflection and uh, go over our team and the split as well. Uh, and hopefully yes. there, there, there might be some controversy, let's see. Maybe some disagreements. Let's find out. But to begin with, um, we can't not talk about what happened in the final week. Obviously, we've we've got an idea now of who's in playoffs. And no, mm-hmm. there weren't, in the end, any real upsets playoffs-wise. We got the four teams that were already the top four. Kind of hoped that Eminem would, would make that push. Obviously, they had a really hard week anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And ended up, I think, actually like three games out. So it wasn't, wasn't really close in the end. Um, but there was still that risk, you know, until that final week that Fnatic might not have made it. But yeah, there wasn't. Yeah. There was. There just wasn't much. Like it, it was weird because it had the potential to be something of like a three-way tie. Yeah. And after the first day, that kind of just ended <laughs> like, immediately. And so the second day just felt a bit just, like I, I wouldn't say anticlimactic because mm-hmm. of obviously what happened at the end, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Like it, it didn't feel as big as what it probably could have been. Like everybody had kind of guaranteed, but there are actually a few talking points going into what is going to be a very now, I would say, very interesting uh, playoff race. Yes, and one of those I think is is barrage that we talked about last week. They'd had a couple of weeks where they'd slowed down a bit, maybe got a bit comfortable, um, and it's I think it's three. One one Three weeks losses in a row now. Yeah, yeah. So obviously the the last one was um, probably the worst of all, I'd imagine, against uh, Enclave. Who, to, you know, not to bash Barrage too much. Enclave have looked better the last few weeks, and they hadn't looked like a winless team really. Um, but you would have still, you know, everyone would have thought Barrage would win that game. I guess it was the curse of when you when you predicted them. That meant that they had to lose. Well, well, we all went two zero barrage <laughs> yeah. this week in the in the last week, and they ended up going zero two. They, they were nine. I mean, it, it, it's it's quite easy. I know it's it. The nine and five now they were nine and two, and that that's yeah. a big that's a big difference. I think if you can go in double figures in wins, it it looks a lot more impressive. Mm. But then nine and five isn't actually a strong record. I you know what? To be quite honest, the Enclave game for me almost if it was if they just lost to enclave i wouldn't have been as worried but because they lost to Fnatic the day before and then lost to enclave it it does feel quite worrying considering next week they are facing Fnatic. yeah i believe um a team which obviously beat them and then clearly i wonder if it's just You'd hope that they just run out of steam at the end and hopefully then they can get this mentality back and start winning. And I think that they would need to very much um, hit the ground running in playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but coming out of the these last two weeks, I would say that Barrage look like the weaker side out of the four. Yeah, I'd definitely say so. And even the fact that, you know, we talked about how Fnatic haven't been as good as we'd expect and what kind of problems they might have mm-hmm. they've ended up second they've actually they've still ended up ahead of barrage and barrage looked the better team for the vast majority of the split <laughs> it was so, close by, yeah by one game then they've ended up ahead but it's still like mm. for barrage that's got to be a bit of a kick in the teeth that they know they've been so good for so long 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it was amazing that they looked better than the academy team, but because they've kind of let it slip a bit in the last few weeks, they've ended up. You know, then right now they've technically score wise they're not better than the, either of the academy mm-hmm. teams anymore. But then you've also got to look at it like this. I think Fnatic second is is quite a a telling story, but it's also very interesting to the point of they went one on one with Barrage, mm-hmm. they went one on one with Envision, and then they went zero and two against uh, BTXL. Yeah. So despite them being second. Like this isn't like the worst situation for for Barrage, I mm-hmm. think as well, because this is a side which has has gone one on one with both of these teams uh, prior. So, because mm-hmm. I believe wasn't Barrage's victory, yeah, because uh, so because Envision beat Bar- beat Fnatic first, didn't they? Yeah, and then I believe Barrage then beat them later. Oh no, no, no! no. I think it's the other way around. I think Barrage was it the other way around. Yeah, I think Barrage beat him in like week three or four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But either way, it just shows that both of these sides can't actually beat Fnatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you think um, Fnatic against against the rest of the top four, they've only got two wins out of mm-hmm. six. And Envision will be, I think, very much um, gutted that they aren't <laughs> facing Fnatic. Yeah. Um, but I think then you've got to kind of look at it the other way around, and you've you've got to kind of say it it was quite disappointing from from Eminem this week, like mm-hmm. uh, going going zero and two. They had a very difficult um, run. Yeah. Uh, they had to face. They had to beat Envision and then basically beat Fnatic Rising. Or if they just beat Envision, it could have led to some other things. And I think that as soon as Envision beat them, I don't think they were bothered per se about the Fnatic Rising game mm-hmm. because they were fifth either way. Um, and so you can't really look at that game, but it's a it was a crucial game for both Eminem and Envision that last yeah. game on day one, and Envision looked very very good. Yeah, they've they've definitely improved like week on week. I think Envision. It's five and I think it, in a row for them now. I, yeah, well. I think it tells even the fact that they've actually ended up on the same uh, the same win loss as Barrage as well. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, testament to them really for. The, for kind it of definitely with seems it. to be a. a like a momentum shift yeah. uh, between these two sides, um, and it it does definitely feel like if I had to favour one of them now, just going off form, mm-hmm. um, it would have to be Envision because I yeah. think Envision were always that side which people expected to be good. Um, I think that they've um, it, they've got into the playoffs. If, if they didn't get into the playoffs, it would have been horrific. Mm-hmm. I think they would have preferred to have probably valued themselves as second or first. I, I honestly believe that with this team they brought together. They would have not wanted to have finished four. Mm-hmm. However, they will also be happy with the fact that they were they were four and five before winning five wins in a before yeah. doing five wins in a row. Um so to to get that kind of slow start and, and finally get something. It's the best way to go, and I think it's better to to win five games in a row um, than to have lost five games in a row and finished fourth. You know what yeah. I mean? Like in terms of momentum, the way it takes you. Mm-hmm. The only sad thing I guess for them because they've because they I think it must have been the head to head with Barrage um, that mm-hmm. they've. Uh, yeah, Barrage beat them. I'm just checking yeah. now. Two zero. Yeah. So because of that, I even though the same those games were quite early on as well, I believe. Um, I don't remember. It was week five, and then it would have been then like what week one, yeah, week five and week one. So this was right before Envision's climb. Yeah. Um, so it would have been interesting to see if they were on the week six or the mm-hmm. week seven if they were facing each other, where it would have been. Um, because obviously we, we talked about Envision's very poor. They went zero and two, 
yeah. in the first uh, in the first week, and then two and zero, oh, and then they go into again. Or something like that. It was very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And um, after that barrage loss, that is when they won every single game. That is when they beat uh, Enclave, Fnatic. Uh, en- they beat Enclave, Felan, Fnatic, Eminem, and Demise. Yeah. So after that. Yeah, and the, the unfortunate thing with that, even though they are literally level and wins, but being the fourth team means that they're against XL. Which, however, if there's one team to do it, it it might actually be Envision. I don't think Fnatic would beat BT XL. No. Um, with the with they've they've looked a lot better in in this two in when this week, but. And oh no, I'm actually you know I'm, I'm going to tell that because they actually had quite a strong week themselves as well because they had to face Barrage mm-hmm. and then they had the the potential of facing a very um, strong MNM side, um, depending on what the last game was. So it was actually quite a tough schedule for them, and I think they've definitely shown um, they've definitely shown that they are capable. However, I would say if there's one side which could beat XL, it is Envision. And also, it does actually give uh, Envision kind of like not an excuse, but obviously, if you're losing to the semi-finals, <laughs> but then you're losing to BTXO, you've gone fourteen and zero. Yeah, you're kind of like, well, you we just lost to probably the best side, which could arguably be seen ever in the UK scene at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair enough. And I guess if um, if you're a team like Envision, who at the start of the split would be hoping to maybe push and and reach playoffs and hopefully mm-hmm. contend to win it, they know they're going to have to beat Excel at some point anyway. So yeah. I guess why not yeah. in the semis? And well, um, exactly. if they do manage to beat them in the semis, they're going to have all the momentum, all the confidence. And really, they at that point, they would definitely be favourites, I think, to win mm-hmm. it against Fnatic or Barrage. And I would love, absolutely love to see a Barrage Envision final. Um, and I think out of the way that this the, the system works... Um, I believe anyway that it's first v fourth and second v third. You never know. BT because they haven't announced it. I yeah. believe um, it could be that BT get the chance to pick, um, and if they do, it could very well be BT XL versus Barrage because I mm-hmm. can't imagine XL wanting to pick Envision. Um, it, you know, it, it, but I, we're taking it as it's first v fourth, second v third, which yeah. we 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 would expect it to be. Um, but to see Barrage versus Envision in the final. This is probably the the in the timeline. This is the best way of this happening because mm-hmm. Barrage could beat Fnatic and Envision have a slight chance against BTXL. I yeah. feel, and it would be and it's best of three, so we don't know what could happen. Yeah. And it would be, um, yeah, I think it'd be great for those orgs as well, especially that, that would if both of those got to the final. That guarantees both of them EU Masters places, I think. And given the the coefficients, that's straight in the group stage, which mm-hmm. I think was it when we were speaking to Jeff. I think he mentioned that. I don't know if it's groups. I think it was planes. You don't get any prize money, and, but the group. I think yeah, groups so are guaranteed. Planes, some. Yeah, you don't get you. You get the opportunity to gain prize money, but you get guaranteed money. I believe if it's in the group. Yeah. So given that both of those teams would oh. then get in groups, that's extra prize money. You know, it's, would only help the league. Obviously, Fnatic and Excel, they've got a bit more money anyway. Everyone knows that. Um, so it would be nice for both of them. Uh, it would be a nice story as well, and it would be like honestly quite funny if both the academy teams don't. <laughs> don't manage to get in and you know what it's it's fate yeah one academy team cannot make it like <laughs> it's, it's what always happens no, it happened yeah. in summer both of them got in didn't they but no I think... because uh diablos got in didn't they well, i thought that was oh. in spring i think oh, summer but i think summer, summer both of them did and then i think excel i think they did um, get out of groups 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind. Oh. <laughs> so, sorry. Oh, I, I, I don't know why I thought I'm in it. I know, yeah, Exo didn't make it out of uh, play-ins, did they, I believe? No. I don't remember what, I don't remember what stage it was, so they, but they went out probably earlier yeah. than we'd expect. Yeah, it's one of, yeah, anyway, scratch what I just said. And it'd be, <laughs> it'd be nice to see no academy. No, like, too far. Like, if, if we want XL, it, like, it would actually be... Um, pretty upsetting if we look in the future if XO don't make it to EU Masters. Yeah, the, you because... want your strongest teams, I guess, as well. You want the, the yeah. best chance of actually winning it for your region. I can't imagine them not... Um, in fact, however, I do believe they're already guaranteed, aren't they? Because the format hasn't been explained. We understand yeah. that, obviously, it's been a little bit more rushed, but we're taking it on for what it was last thing, and I think that the regular season winner gets it automatically, I believe. Okay. Because um, that's what happened, how Diabolus got it. Um yeah. In the spring last split, so we'll take it as that. However, it could just be the top two teams in the players, but either way, it's highly likely that it's going to be BT there. Yeah. So uh, we just got to see. We've got to got to have to say a little bit about though, like what what do you think like the the bottom four sides could really do to propel next season? Now we don't really know what's going to happen with next season yeah. fully, um, but let's just take it as that we think that. You know, these are going to be the eight sides in next season. There's going to be probably a lot of like changes and stuff, mm -hmm. um, which we, we you know we can speculate. But um, where do you where do you build from some of these squads? Because like Eminem, I I think will surely be disappointed. We were going yeah. to have uh, someone from Eminem on, but obviously you know with unfortunate situations which are probably you know which are happening with the world right now and everything mm -hmm. like that. Uh, but I can imagine that it would have gone the lines of they're disappointed not to have yeah. gotten to playoffs because that that is an org which really. Um, invests a lot of time and effort, I think, mm -hmm. into it. And it, it's one that we all kind of thought would be in playoffs. I think that was a f <laughs> probably most people's um, choice for fourth place. Obviously, we no one really expected. I guess not no one, but a lot of people didn't expect Barrage to be as good as they were. <laughs> Barrage and... definitely expected it. <laughs> 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 so for Eminem, in that case, it's it's hard to think where do you improve because you know on paper we everyone thought this team was good enough for playoffs. <laughs> Like one thing they could do is imagine in their minds since Pad's a coach, if he stays around, let's for them to just pretend that week one is like week six, and then they'll just start mm -hmm. winning straight away uh, yeah. and get the the late split buff. But um, yeah, it's hard for Eminem. Like, this there's not many players where they could make clear upgrades where you think other players would be available. I think I think it's it's prime on you have to keep Mummus in my yeah. opinion. Like that guy needs to, unless obviously, you know, if he gets a better offer, because the guy, the guy was playing in uh, in yeah. Brazil second tier, yeah, so he, I believe, yeah, he got and his he got team promoted, promoted and then, with the team, yeah. and then they didn't. I, I just, I can't believe that. Yeah, like, I thought that was harsh. I look, I think that team's actually like second in the first league now. So, yeah, it's um, you, know, you can almost, understand it in hindsight, but yeah, like, but it's it's very harsh. Um, and then I think you've also got to think. Um, F uh, oh, I the support Ephias 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 um, who was I believe at Penguins I believe who Pad probably Pad would have scouted him a little bit because he was w with Existence in the uh, LVP yeah um, before so, I, mean, I think he's been really good mm. um, I do think that the there could be changes maybe with Kamira and Achu and Soft but I, I wouldn't say that it was anything where I was like right. Um, I think all it needed was just another maybe big star in that team. If mm -hmm. they had maybe had someone like an adept or uh, even like a, a Dan at that, obviously Dan, you know, it's a bit far-reaching, probably saying Dan, but someone like that 
Um, it could have been maybe a completely different thing, but I do think it's small changes. I think mm-hmm. uh, the coaching staff, I think, is really good. Um, I think genuinely the team itself was was strong. Um, there just was, I believe, a little bit more competition. And in other seasons, it might have been m and Yeah, I think uh, that's a good split. point. I think the general level of UK teams has been a lot higher than the last couple of splits. Mm-hmm. And yeah, put this team in either spring or summer last year, they probably would have probably would have been top four, I would have thought. Yeah. So um, it is a tricky one. Like you say, maybe one or two changes, slight upgrades could could be that, you know, the catalyst that they would need. Um, moving down and then. Congratulations, Enclave, yeah. <laughs> congratulations, Enclave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we can talk about first what, what some of the other teams, maybe where they they could have improved. Mm. Um, below them was Phelan. Um, Phelan was a tough one. It's another one where they'd... You know where could the upgrades come? I think Phelan is one that's more obvious. Where they've, where there are, like for example, top lane we thought was going to be their best was would would be the standout, and mm-hmm. then in a league where this split there was basically a strong top laner on every team. I don't think there was anyone particularly weak. Yeah, that he kind of struggled to do that. So I think in that case it wouldn't be bad, I guess, to stick with Bear Tree because he still is good. He d- he's not a a bad top laner. I would. But perhaps... I would say in terms of. Um... And, and and I have to I have to word this properly. Mm-hmm. In terms of the quality of the team overall, the only side in top lane where I was a bit uh, thought that they might have been maybe out of the depth was Fnatic with with mm-hmm. Pride. Um, I, I think I look at kind of the level of the teams overall around them, and yeah, Pride kind of did stick out a little bit. Um, and maybe it's because it is like a different team around him, and yeah. Fnatic obviously had their issues at the beginning, but. Um, I agree with you. If you kind of look at every other team, you're kind of like, yeah, actually, for the level of players which are around them, that the top lane is not the issue. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe Bear the tree was very good. Yeah. Maybe what the issue was, if, you know, looking on paper before the split started, we would have thought if he would probably be one of the standout players, and if he's mm-hmm. in a, a a particular role that was probably more more stacked than any other role, I would think, mm-hmm. then um, it's hard to be that that kind of focal point when it's it's going to be the hardest place to win from, I think, in, uh-huh. against any team. So I'd guess, I, I think, think maybe elsewhere they they could maybe upgrade and at least have the option of of different ways they can win around, different yeah. lanes they can push for. Well, I was just having a look now, and obviously um, the one thing which I think you've just got to take into account, and I believe it was only briefly, but uh, there was no person had more than one MVP. Now, obviously they'd only won four games, but that for me can symbolise two things, either like, is the no then standout player? Did they build this team and kind of, you know, maybe expected Bertrand to be this carry, but as we kind of realized with how the meta was, it was kind of unfortunate where you couldn't be a top lane carry really apart from, you know, if you were Kerberos, I think at that point. <laughs> um, like if you look overall though with the meta, like there wasn't a top lane carry and maybe they invested in the wrong player uh, at that point. Uh, well, maybe if they had replaced Bertrand with someone arguably worse, but then it imp- uh, maybe improved on, say, like the ADC or mid lane or even jungle point, ABC and mid lane, um, that actually might have got them more wins because they would have had more put, you know, resources on that one player, which could have carried games more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's it's one of those though where you're building a team and. It's the roll of the dice sometimes. You can kind of understand where the meta is going. But halfway through this split, the meta could have been top lane carries. 
Um, and that could have been then a completely different game yeah. in terms of if you were if you were feeling or even Enclave with only Angel and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so you roll the dice, and I think unfortunately it just didn't work for them. And four and ten um, it isn't a great scoreline. We can't hide that. Uh, like M and M, you can you can kind of let them off with six and eight, um, but four and ten is is definitely room for improvement and all these three teams in feeling demise and enclave will look at that and think right we do need to make roster changes where we said with m&m it's like oh maybe just change a little things Mm -hmm. Uh, it it will have to be uh if we want to compete then we do need to change these things coming into summer yeah and then going down but below them was demise um demise obviously had their issues they've they've chopped and changed and I, th- I think one thing that they could do, obviously, to improve is to have five players that is is the five players that they're playing with. Um, I think the the weirdness that you know people swapping roles. Um, mm-hmm. They've had three people play jungle, two people play ADC, and two play support. Yeah, uh, three play support. Sorry, uh, um, and one of them being an ADC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Rabstar's played, you know, ADC and jungle. Dragdar's played ADC and support. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, it's been a bit of a mess of a split. Let's be honest. They, but then again, they've had, they've had places where they've looked stronger. They have looked good when Kerberos has been able to have these pop off games and, you know, almost sneak a couple of wins with that. Mm-hmm. And he is one of those. I, I think if the demise, you still would want to keep hold of of Kerberos. Um, it's not even just the fact he's probably one of the stronger top laners. He's just so mm-hmm. different to everyone else. Yes, that yes. it's just such a different kind of player that they've got to deal with which I imagine for preparation it must just be so much more awkward for other teams it's like when they say in like I don't know like tennis you know that it's harder to play against Nadal because he's uh-huh. left-handed because you're just not used to it it's I think it's a similar could be a similar sort of thing obviously I'm not not on these coaching teams so I don't actually know what the prep's like yeah, but yeah. I imagine it is it is more difficult you've got to you've got to prepare for different kinds of picks different kinds of chaps so I'd keep hold of him but then for me it got to a stage where it was for a couple of weeks, I think they've they sort of changed up a bit the last two weeks, and um, I think Kerberos, I don't remember who he picked, but he, the last week or two, he, he was even on some champs that weren't split push champs. But before which that, was, which was probably the reason why they they very much lost. Like, I, to be <laughs> honest, but <laughs> well, well, they had that game. Um, was it the game against Envision? Yeah, it was where mm-hmm. where everyone just swapped their roles. Obviously, that was. I guess just a, pretty much a troll match, but um... yeah, at this point it was that again because of how decided the last day was. You kind of cannot really consider any of them, bar probably the Enclave Barrage yeah. game, because just the importance of it. Yeah, but I think for demise, one thing that that they could definitely improve on is maybe have more of a backup plan yeah. as as yeah. well, because they it kind of felt like at some points if if Kerberos was getting shut down or. He, the split push wasn't going to win the game. That was it. They, you know, they couldn't really do anything else. Um, but I, not... but yeah. I don't think that. Um, so the final form of demise was Kerberos, Rulchen, Zorian, Dragdar, Zyko. Correct yeah. was I believe. Yeah, I believe that was the final five. Um, I don't think that's actually a bad side. The mm-hmm. issue is, is that they they only found that side. What was it? Week seven. Oh, no, week six, I believe. Because um, it was like halfway through week six. That's when Dragdar and Zyko played, I believe, wasn't it? I think um, so. I don't remember off the top of my head. Either way, it was very last minute. And obviously, Rovchen then... Ha- I thought Rovchen was very good. 
Um, I think Kerberov and Rolchen, um, and I actually think Zyko in the games which I saw wasn't an issue. Um, the thing which I would like to see if if I was Demise personally, and it is a risk, is try and maybe get these five players again and see what they're like in the summer split. Yeah. Give them time to be a team together mm-hmm. because it's very unfair, I think, for some of these players where it's like, uh, for example, with Rolf Chen, I think Rolf Chen, for the amount of time which he had, despite him being one of the earlier um, sub-ins, actually performed pretty well. And so imagine if they'd all actually had time together. They definitely wouldn't have been 3-11 and 11 at this point, and they probably would have been around that M&M level, I would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's just one of those at the end of the day, but you kind of have got to... Um, you've got to praise demise kind of a little bit because they they knew from the the start that it wasn't working and Mm -hmm. so they did make changes however they maybe have made too many changes and got a bit bit too um like got cold feet Mm -hmm. essentially uh but i would like to see maybe only one or two changes again for this side and stick with it and and, and kind of commit with these players early on I, i can't see if I'm being honest, from an ERL side looking in, I can't see Rolfchen getting another team unless if if they if they are just looking at how he's kind of like how he is in this team. I'd like to see him another team, and I think he does deserve it. But I just can't see it. It's It was a surprise that he was a free agent for me anyway, and the fact that they ended up picking him up. Kerberos is probably the only one which I can see maybe a team like Eminem or even like you know. An, an envision kind of side picking him up um i the issue with kerberos is that he do, like you say he plays like a very specific way um and that's probably why academy sides aren't looking at him yeah. in a way personally because i think you look at kind of their academy top laners in pride and and um uh sendo and they are very uh consistent to a point where they're mm-hmm. quite safe not consistent, safe, I would say. Yeah. Um, Sendo a lot better than I would say what Pride is, but um, they both facilitate that same role, and Kerberos definitely doesn't fit that. <laughs> um, I, like, So I'm very interested with Demise next season, um, obviously when it comes to summer, and I'll be very interested to see if they actually do decide, you know, actually, this wasn't the the worst roster out of... We weren't the seventh-place roster, despite mm-hmm. being seventh-place. Yeah. It's just funny with Kerberos. He played Cho'Gaff last week, obviously, and uh, against Fila. And I thought, I was thinking, what? That's you know, that's not a, that's not a Kerberos champ. He's, he's playing a tank, and then he's built full AP. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the team's even telling him to play a tank, and he's like, I will play a tank, but I'll play it my way. <laughs> like... A malicious compliance. Cho'Gaff's yeah. <laughs> a tank. <laughs> yeah. um, his knockup can do some damage you know <laughs> if, if, you, if you want it to true yeah but then yeah you say about um, at least they they were willing to take the risk because I guess Phelan were kind of the opposite Phelan only had one win more I guess technically they had a better split in that sense but um, mm. you know they were a team that were clearly struggling pretty much the whole split and they made zero changes so it can go either way obviously you see it's kind of like, I guess, finding that balance and making sure you're yeah. not making changes for the sake of it, but also making sure that it doesn't get stale and you don't actually improve. So, yeah, probably a, a tricky I balance. I just felt like Phelan were consistently a sixth-place team. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if I'm being honest, uh, where there were points where Demise felt like an eighth place team and then felt like a fifth place team yeah. um, because of changes they made. And I, I wonder if it's just both of them had the same output of let's just ride out this season. However, both did it in different ways in the sense of Demise were like, right, let's try and see if we can figure out something and you never know what happens. We're feeling we're like, we don't really want to invest heavily and we'll kind of maybe prefer for next season. Yeah. Uh, it was two different ways to facilitate it and in the end feelings obviously worked um, but it would be dependent on how summer split goes if they do keep some of these points mm-hmm. and then um, the only other side outside of, of playoffs who is um, you know in terms of the last one game their joint top on the on the form table <laughs> <laughs> is, is Enclave who are not a winless team anymore fair and... play fair play to them yeah like, genuinely uh, they went for it. They they proper <laughs> went for it, and I I appreciate that. And um, I, you've just gotta you've gotta give this org actually a lot of credit because the org itself um, is a staple hold in the UK scene, as a lot of people know. Um, but they they didn't they didn't take themselves too seriously when they they knew mm-hmm. that it was let's be honest a bad roster at this point. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like there were there were good aspects, but as a whole, it wasn't it wasn't a success at all. Um, but they knew that, and they didn't kind of just sulk, and they didn't kind of then flame everybody or get angry when people were saying bad things. But they leaned into that, and they had mm-hmm. a bit of fun with it. And you would have to say that probably out of all the you know, like they were definitely a lot more entertaining than what kind of like feeling were, for example, and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I was more invested in Envision games than feeling games, just because of the way that enclave were uh, sorry enclave games and feeling games because of the way that they were socially interacting Mm -hmm. with people and stuff like when when we were putting our predictions you know and they were just like well we'll find out which one's correct you know (laughs) and just little things like that is is good interaction Mm -hmm. Uh, and fan engagement is always important especially in these lower leagues yeah um but to talk about that last game (laughs) it's a mixture of both like envision what enclave wanted it but Barrage just didn't look good. It's funny as well because we we'd mentioned, you know, the the kind of rumours about is does Wisek tilt easily, and when they lost that game to Demise, we saw that like mad tweet look like he he lost the plot, and then this game, obviously they before this week we kind of figured out right, that's it, you know, they had um, was it on uh, it, XL they played the other yeah, yeah it was XL and as soon as they lost to XL I was like right that's it like, yeah not, and then we yeah. thought you know that's it they've, they're done 0-14 and then it comes to this game in Champ Select they lose two bands because Wyzek was like late or something didn't they say I don't, I don't remember yeah. they, and I was you were thinking oh shit <laughs> it's really gone downhill <laughs> and, and they won <laughs> and even like the, we talked about how they looked better with Wyzek and Eternity coming in still their bot lane had looked maybe shaky the Looked like one of the weaker bot lanes, and then mm-hmm. um, Der King eight and zero on Ezreal completely shut down Kevo, who's been like one of the standout ADs this set, uh, this split. And it's just you know where did that come from? If this imagine this enclave was was turned up every week, it was like you say you you can take it a little bit of a grain of salt in the fact that yeah. Barrage had already guaranteed uh, play-ins, and but um, like. I haven't spoke to anybody from Barrage about it, but from what I've been reading from like you know Twitter and stuff like that, they, they did not want to lose this that game. And 
they weren't happy with the fact that they lost that game. And this might, this could be a positive thing for Barrage, and it could help them and say, look, you know, even those can be us, so let's work hard. Uh, for Enclave, though, just the fact that you're not 014 <laughs> means so much. Yeah. Like, like now, like 113 is still abysmal, <laughs> but you would be always known as the team which didn't win yeah. a single game in the split. And now, and now, like people will eventually forget that in a couple years, but people wouldn't forget if they went 014 <laughs> yeah. at all. And even there, you know, it's, that's like a week after they got their first Rainbow Six win, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. that, but I guess that one was like by default, so another team pulled out and they just got given a free win. But uh, you know, this one's even better. They've actually won and played the match. It's crazy. And um, I know that we both wanted to talk about the only angel, uh, Twit Longer. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend anybody who is obviously interested in the UK scene who basically listens to this podcast to to look at Only Angels' uh, Twit Longer explanation of the season, um, and you you. Oh, the the TLDR of it is that he basically mentally um, they just didn't give up and they knew mm-hmm. that they weren't as good um, and you could kind of get that sense um, in it in this game that he, that they just did not want to be the team yeah. on zero fourteen. Exactly. Uh, he even mentioned that Cleanser, who was the rookie, uh, wasn't good enough right now, uh, but actually believes that he can be very good. It just mm-hmm. was. A rough split and it's a difficult um i think what did he say it was difficult because they had an inexperienced mid laner in yeah. there um and so it was very difficult for him to essentially come into this team he kind of needed more experience around him because only angel isn't um a like massively experienced player i believe he took did he take a split off or a couple splits off i think he was or something like not that too sure um but like you kind of look at the other players around him they're not like um, experience like UKLC mid laners, uh, mm-hmm. mi- not mid laners, UKLC players, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, Air, um, he said basically just quit. quit. <laughs> essentially, uh, they put Wisek in, and, and he was very honest. And Wisek probably knows this as well, but he's a strong personality. And that um, that was difficult in a team which was already losing, but it kind of showed that there is definitely a unity between this yeah. entire squad and you kind of have to give them credit for that just just off that alone mm-hmm. and it kind of sh- it definitely showed in their games like we've been saying for weeks that they haven't looked in the losses they don't look like a zero mm-hmm. a zero win team for those last few weeks but they had like the games against like excel or mm-hmm. I don't, they had a game against someone at the top where they were no, really quite excited. close, so like they were really five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but they were but they were putting up a fight, and they <laughs> like these last weeks. They looked, well, I would say, they looked better probably than Feen and <laughs> Demise. Um, and they looked like they were, you know, giving their all a, a lot more than those other teams as well. So it, it's kind of it does make sense, and it's nice to see that honesty, I guess, as well. And it's it's one of the things that yeah, I I saw someone um. A couple of tweets about I don't remember who it's from, but saying about how the you know the league will grow when there's more personalities and more people mm-hmm. sort of putting themselves out there. That's because you you think with esports people aren't all aren't usually fans of teams specifically mm-hmm. very much. You are more fans of of players and you follow them around. So for a league to grow, you need the the players to be to be popular. That's how like, that's what people are going to watch for. And it kind of helps that kind of thing, that honesty, putting yourself out there. I think it's, I think it's really good. I think everyone, you know, other players, even if they're, they're winning teams, can 
can take a leaf out of Only Angels' book in that sense. And, and I think from the bottom side teams, anyway, a lot of them seem to be the top laners. I was just running through, I was like, yeah, well, Kerberos is quite a personality. Um, <laughs> Bear Tree's a personality as well. Mummus is a personality. So that bottom, it's just top personalities. And then you've kind of got Prosper, I would say, with Envision. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then with Barrage, it's kind of Haddo, 100%. Uh, Kevo, you keep seeing his. Uh, yeah, with well, Kevo as well. At least in the Twitch chat, every time he's playing. The only mad. one really is, I would say, like Fnatic Rising, in terms of like they've got great players. And Magic Felix, though, isn't like, he isn't the most like, uh, he's a personality, but in a different way, I would say, mm. because people just know about him. But and I don't he's think. Basically he's basically a meme at this point, basically, just because he's. Just because of like the ridiculous. Uh, number of accounts he's always got in, in like mm-hmm. the top 10 of well so I mean, this is not UKLC because we kind of run through this split anyway right is he gonna play in the LEC now it's online now, this is the this is the meme isn't it because all right it's <laughs> online now so are we gonna get Magic Felix are we gonna get Magic Faker in the LEC just because you know I mean he can replace Nemesis you know it's one of those you never uh, know. I would hope so but I doubt it <laughs> Yeah, well, I think LEC, they need to sort the broadcast a bit for today first. I don't know if you did you watch any of that yesterday. Yes, I, I, so I um, I, under, I so I understand why people were frustrated, but I was also like, we could have just not got it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, I remember like season two, because uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't really watching it in season one, but I remember like briefly watching like old games in season two and stuff. And, and it's like, that was terrible quality as well. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, just take, took me back to there. Uh, there were a couple things like I don't think they necessarily needed to have like uh, the Photoshop uh, faces when it's an analyst desk and stuff like yeah. that. They could have just literally just had an LEC and just put analyst desk. I think it just felt a bit. I could see what they were trying to do because they were kind of building the graphic for when webcams are available. Mm-hmm. I think as soon as you get webcams though, uh, that'll be easy sort for the yeah. analyst desk. And then obviously you've got the audio issues, but at the end of the day you're gonna get that yeah. especially when people a lot of people are on lockdown i don't know if you've seen the the picture but Vidius basically didn't have a desk, <laughs> desk he's yeah. on his cupboard <laughs> so, i think he must i guess he's gone because he's from wales isn't he maybe he's like gone back uh-huh. to his with his family for a bit and that it just made me laugh so much yeah it is literally a it's like a chest of drawers with his laptop on top of it it's, it's, it's just really really like powerful <laughs> i think it's an alien word I, I, I don't know yeah. exactly, but it's just a powerful laptop and it's just on a cupboard. <laughs> There's a mic there as well. Uh, I, I love it, but it's, and it, I think it just takes time and they will, yeah. you know, there's a lot of adapting to do. I mean, on the positive note, ERLs don't have that issue mm-hmm. at all because ERLs kind of, um, for the majority of the time, are, are done online through players. The only mm-hmm. difference is casting. Um, we don't, I don't, we, I'm, I'm, I'm not at liberty to say, and I don't really know what's going to happen with the casting in terms of uh, the UKLC, but I can imagine it just being doing on, done all online now at this point. Yeah, well, it was um, this week, wasn't it? I think. Uh, yes, I believe, so yes, it would probably be a similar thing for playoffs and things like that. So, uh, but so ERLs, it shouldn't really affect. But obviously, with big broadcasts like the LEC and the and the LCS. Um, it'll be interesting, and as soon as we're done, I'll be definitely rewatching what's apparently happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, never know. Magic Felix might be playing right now. We never know. Like. <laughs> yeah. And if, yeah, if for any, any confusion, this is Saturday, like as LEC is <laughs> going on. Yeah. So yeah, in case anyone's confused. Um, 
but it's not. I get, it's nice. Like in a world where you know, if, like everything's getting cancelled at the moment, esports it just carries on mm-hmm. for the most part. Which is uh, well, it's like so. My job is doing sports business and stuff like that for journalism for a website, um, and so a lot of esports news is having to basically start trickling in because mm-hmm. in the in the world of sport, in terms of business, like nobody's really sponsoring a team because there's uncertainty about. Yeah what is happening with the leagues and everything like that, and media rights and things. So, um, like, I'm very, I'm very happy, at least for a little bit now, despite being, like, self-isolated and working from home, um, that I'm basically reporting on eSports most of the day now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's, it's quite nice, and there's little aspects which you've kind of got to take and enjoy, and that's what you, that's the best thing, I think, with just the whole situation that's happening is that, the fact that we can we're lucky to have something like esports, mm-hmm. which can, you know, help us and kind of take us away from the world of what is happening right now, I think it's more important than anything. Yeah. And um, it's it's funny to yeah to see like what what the teams are trying to do to replace because they've still got to put some content out, even the the real like football teams and that. Um, I don't know if you saw there's you, you, the, this guy Ibai, who's like a Spanish, yes. well, it's a Spanish league caster, the La Liga um, player. Yeah, it's great. It's, it? yeah. yeah, it's quality, and it's it's good to see it. Like literally, it was like twenty four hours it took for them to get a player from each team to play. It's nuts. Like imagine the if Premier League teams could work together. That I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> and then we've also got to look at like so kind of like there's the there's the Leighton Orient ultimate quarantine <laughs> yeah. cup. Did you see one hundred and twenty eight play t- play yeah. people? Was it? Uh, um, I saw like Tranmere backed out of it because um, yeah, it's because it's you know the Sun and Dream Team reasons, yeah. yeah, and things like that. Uh, but still, like it, it for me personally, I can understand why they did it. But yeah. there's, there's they're donating for a good cause as well, so it, it's kind of I can understand both sides. But yeah, Bradley Dak, I've got the Blackburn top on. Bradley <laughs> Dak is representing Blackburn <laughs> as their uh, their official FIFA player today. I think nice. a lot of them are basically picked players, which is just good yeah and, a, and we're going to see a lot more crossover now between esports and traditional mm-hmm. sports uh there's a nascar uh tournaments now f1 are doing uh online uh f1 tournaments with f1 players now uh there's, there's loads now yeah it's cool and they, what there was one that let me down last night yesterday would have been spurs west ham uh, if anyone doesn't know i'm a spurs fan and um ryan sessignon and michael antonio i think they've got like this the same um, like media company or something that they, they oh work was through. this this like London virtual thing it's, well, I don't know it, it, basically they just they set up a Twitch channel and they were going to do instead of because the match got cancelled yesterday mm-hmm. uh, they were going to do it on FIFA and they were going to stream it and it was Ryan Sessney on playing against Mikel Antonio and um, it came to kickoff and it was just like I thought they'd have like a caster or something at least and or they would be they would be talking over the game it was, oh, it like, was literally just the it game. was just i think michael antonio <laughs> just streamed from his playstation so even like the playstation inbuilt streaming oh, uh, you know and then they just they don't know they, don't <laughs> they, just, it, like... they played one online match just with the game commentary and then that was it <laughs> like, they don't understand it like but it, it, that that's when you realize that like there is still a disconnect between <laughs> it was it was but better than nothing and cool. spurs won so there's that at least all it took was because Spurs have an official player, or at least everybody has someone for the E Premier League. All it would took is like a message, like surely. <laughs> yeah, but because like, I think I think the teams didn't set it up. It was this like other, yeah, mm. this media company that did it, and so it was a bit like 
yeah, it wasn't like a big thing. And but it was like it had like twenty odd thousand viewers as well. Like people actually ever got ready for it. And then um, right, it was just a bit crap. I think a little bit of a, a little bit of a time. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Let's uh, let's go on then to our team of the split. Yeah. Before we get even more off track, um, let's let's just do it like roll by roll. We'll go from the top lane and work our way down. Okay. Top lane, I thought was quite hard. I think there's. A I thought this was the hardest position. Yeah, because there's a. I think there's a few players that are fairly, fairly level, but there's at the same time there's no one that's properly stood out. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I've gone for Shikari. Okay. Now, yeah. He's obviously he's not one of these kind of carry ones. He's not he's not getting super fed and carrying his team. But I think in terms of the job he does for Envision, I think he he has the he does his job best for, of any mm-hmm. top laner. He's he'll he'll never lose his lane. And I've got I was looking I was you know finding some stats to back myself up so I don't look like I'm talking rubbish. <laughs> so we know that he's not a carry player, and yeah. you know Envision aren't really playing through him. Uh, and while doing that, he had the second highest KDA of any top laner, mm-hmm. um, and then had third uh, third highest kill participation. Which, considering again, he's not he's not expected to be the one carrying carrying matches, yeah. carrying team fights. I, he it shows that he has a lot of impact without those resources. And yeah, like I say, for his job that he needs to do from Vision, I think he does it perfectly. Um, I think he's if you were to have to swap out any any top laner for any team, I think they have the biggest impact, like the mm. the biggest negative impact for anyone. I think, yeah, I think he's crucial for them. I, for me, I put him number one, but again, like I said, I don't think there's been anyone that's stand out in like the carry kind of thing, which is where you, you usually end up choosing these, these sort of so players. I, so I had the, I had the toss up between three players and two of them were Sendo and Shikari because, um, Though those are the players which I think, in terms of um, how they've performed the top lane role mm-hmm. for for the way that the meta is, they've performed it you know absolutely perfectly to a point. I would even argue probably more Sendo than Shikara, but I could understand with the fact that obviously, um, to say it lightly, in my opinion, anyway, this is completely my opinion, so it doesn't matter. But um, Sendo was probably the weakest out of the XL side, if you can call any of the 14 and mm-hmm. out XL side the weakest. Yeah. Um, so that was this is where I found it a little bit harder to choose. Mm-hmm. But I went for Mummus um, b- purely because of the way that I value actually having a carry top laner and someone who was actually not just a carry top laner but did mm-hmm. both roles. I felt that Shikari and Sendo performed this... Um, this role of kind of facilitating the other teams yeah. very, very well. Um, and it shows by the essentially lack of MVPs they got throughout the season, uh, despite them probably playing very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, there were only two top laners, I think, who got two MVPs. And one was Kerberos and one was Mummus. And I could not put Kerberos <laughs> Because Kerberos, despite... If you if you went off most valuable player in the entire, entire league, obviously we'll talk about that later, but I'm talking it in terms of who you think is the most valuable player for that team, you would have to have said Kerberos at Demise, despite them being seventh. Um, but for me, I just thought that Mummus was such a standout player. And the way that I looked at it is... Could I have seen Mummus at a Fnatic Rising? A hundred percent. Like if he, if he was at Fnatic Rising, I think he would have made Fnatic Rising a lot more of a, yeah. a stronger side. 
and I could even like contemplate Sendo and Mummus. And when that even made me think that, I was like, this guy has to be in, despite not actually being in the top four. I don't think it was his fault really at all. It was more the players around him, but I just think that he was such a it's such a delight to have him back. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly a quality player who hopefully we get to see in the summer split, but we may not do because another big side might take him. Yeah. And to be fair to Sendo, I think like last summer was when probably he's been playing at his best, which was oh, the, yeah. the summer where, you know, everyone kind of wrote him off and said that he wasn't he was overrated and then he came out and he, you know, showed that he wasn't. I think that that Excel team is different now, and they don't, they didn't need him to be that the player from no. last summer. You know, with the way they play and, and they get deadly so fed and let him carry, they don't need Sendo to be popping off like that. So it's it's kind of a bit harsh on him. You know, he doesn't need to have those games, which would have probably been more flashy, and they would have made him look better and and might have got him as as one of our picks. Um, so he's not well, exactly done a bad job. Too. Like, yeah. for me, Sendo is because I. I, I can understand why you said Shikari, but I just feel that Sendo just does Shikari's job better um, in, in in the way that it is. But you can understand with, obviously, you've got to look at it in terms of um, how they performed in also a team. You you would you would have to say, despite how good Envision is, that XL's team is, is considerably better, considering, again, they've gone 14-0. Um, but I, I can definitely understand. I, I would say if you had to have the three... Uh, I think even you would agree it would be Mummus, Shikari, yeah. or Sendo would be the three. Um, and I just think that for me, because of what how Mummus has performed, despite being on a side which didn't even make it into playoffs, was enough for even me to garner actually him being in my team, the split. Mm-hmm. Um, it will not be the popular opinion. And also, I kind of didn't want to have five XL players in my team, <laughs> the split. Um despite again them going 14 and 0 <laughs> um but you know you've got to have some varieties and spice of life if if we do actually get the vote i can imagine that a lot of xl players will probably get picked mm-hmm. so fair enough and then uh so moving to the jungle i th- i for me this one was a lot clearer i've gone for taxa um really yeah i th- again i've got i've got stats for all of them to back myself up tom mm-hmm. So okay, okay. So, so Taxa, second lowest gold share of any jungler, right? Doesn't uh-huh. get the resources. He's not the carry. You know, he doesn't. He, he's not farming all game and not playing Master E and just farming and, and, and kill everyone. Second lowest gold share, highest KDA. So he's got the a huge impact, uh-huh. but without again without those resources, he's just such a great facilitator. I think for uh, for XL, he's got the joint. Joint largest champion pool this split as well of any jungler, so it's just like for a team that is that is at the top, it's it's one of these ones where you don't again like we we're saying maybe with Sendo and Shikari they didn't have to be uh, the the carry, uh-huh. and it's another one I think for his job that he does on Excel he's just done it so well and he just you know he he allows uh, special and deadly and to to have those carry performances, uh, but like I said without the Without all the resources himself, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand mm-hmm. what you're talking about, a hundred percent. However, you you're missing the fact that Dan is also in this league, and that Dan is probably the best <laughs> jungler, in my opinion, in 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 this league. Uh, so he is my, mm-hmm. um, he is mine. The and 
you've got all your stats, and this is where if we were if we were commentating, yeah, you'd definitely be the play-by-play, and I'd be the shoutcaster because I just look at one thing, and that is MVPs. The guy's got four MVPs for Fnatic. Yeah, uh, more than I, th- I believe he's second in MVPs in the entire split, and that kind of says a lot considering how how we've kind of looked at this Fnatic side and been like, this isn't actually a, a particularly unbelievable Fnatic side. Mm-hmm. Dan has been Fnatic's best player this split. Um, and he's been better than Magifield at this split, in my opinion, just because of how he's how he's performed in his role. Um, I don't know if he got some of that LEC juice and took it back with him, but he looks <laughs> he looks more like a complete player than what he did previously. Um, Dan was, for me, always one of those players where while technically was great, um, felt a bit like a facilitator again, but doesn't feel like that now. The guy died, I believe, I don't know. The guy's got a KDA of, of 6.54, which is quite good for a jungler. And it is is lower than Taxa's, <laughs> I agree. But Taxa had Special, had Deadly, and had um, Kasing in his side, and even Sendo at the points, yeah. So, of course, he's going to get that. But but Dan was just, for me, the standout player where every Fnatic game I saw, I was like, Dan has hardly put a foot wrong. And he was doing it on Sejuani and Zach, you know, and play, and, and you know, and, and champions like that. He wasn't, and, and even Trundle, you know, he, but he wasn't playing like this massive, like, uh, carry role, but he played it so well. And you look at then Taxa, and it's kind of the opposite. Taxa played like Lee Sin and and java and uh yeah j4 and and gregor's to points but ma- mainly the lease in so he had the chance to shine but still i just felt that dan was just a better player so i can understand why you're saying it. and mm-hmm. i think let's be honest it's between the two yeah like definitely. um and i wonder if it does just come to the point where i actually really value um how flexible dan has been this split where i do feel like mm-hmm. taxa has the points just been a lease in player um, I mean, to the to the detriment of everybody else for not banning those champions and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. But uh, he, and Taxa is again someone who has definitely stepped up. He De- Taxa was another one I felt in that XL side where people were like, oh, is Taxa and Sendo are probably the weakest? Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely by far uh, one of the best junglers maybe not even in an ERL. And I would say that Dan is the best jungler not in an ERL, in my opinion. Uh, not in, uh, sorry, in um, in L- um, LCS. LC. Yeah. L- LEC or LCS, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I, you did convince me a lot with Taxa, though. Those stats <laughs> are very good. But but Dan's got four MVPs. Yeah. That's, side, that's another stat, well. stats, don't lie, yeah. Yeah, but I I agree with what you say. It's it has to be one of the two. We can agree There's on that. There's been a massive gap, I think. It honestly, out of every, we're going to talk about mid lane in a second, but this this role for me, and maybe support has been the one where I'm like, oh, these two, and then there's the rest mm. kind of thing, and, and that's unfortunate uh, because obviously we had monkeys in this league obviously wasn't the player we expected him to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soph, again, you could probably say wasn't really... We expected, like, the if we could get that guy consistent, he could be good, and he kind of wasn't. Um, maybe you could say... Um, 
Sybil as well was actually yeah, probably the I was, third best. I was going to say, if, when we spoke to Swiffer, he mentioned that he kind of gave the idea that Sybil might be the, the shot caller on Barrage. Mm-hmm. And if, if that's right, then he's probably got he's probably due a lot of praise as well because that's one, yeah. one thing just from watching the games on the broadcast, we'd never realised. But if that's true and he is their, their mm-hmm. main shot caller, he's probably got a gap got a big hand in, in why they were so good because they were a team that from the you know the first week they just looked so decisive and the way they moved around the map the way they were the objectives was so good and if he was the short caller then it's you'd think a good a big part of that is down to him so from that side of things he, he's probably due a lot of praise as well mm-hmm. i'd say he's probably i would have given it as if we were doing like a top three he'd probably get third place for that um yeah. maybe wisex worth not not actually push him for the best jungler I don't think but an honourable mention because I think he's he's been a big part of why Enclave did look a lot better when he joined um, and even and even like again like there, there are good Nolte is another one I think as well he's, mm-hmm. he's I think he's he's been again a bit like soft and a bit inconsistent and, and that was the worry with Nolte and soft that's always been the worry with them I feel like is that actually the high highs are really good um, we've seen it from both of them but they, they do have games where they just don't perform. And, and that's unfortunate where you kind of look at other players and like, you know, for me, there was no game where I actually thought that Dan underperformed and there yeah. was no game where I thought Tax were underperformed at all. Uh, and that's what puts them above, I think, everybody mm-hmm. else. But... It'll be interesting to see if some of these other players, because we've we said as well with Tax are in, not so much Dan, Tax are more, but where his team is so good, it's, it's probably mm-hmm. hard to look bad, to be honest. All you have to do yeah. is like gank any lane, and you'll just you'll be fine. <laughs> like, yeah, and um, so you never know. It's, it's kind of harsh, harsh for those other junglers that without that level of teammates, it is it could be hard to to look as good. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's how it is, I guess. Oh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing there's going to be a nice graphic of all of our team of the season. There is, yes. Oh god, the flame is going to be coming. <laughs> no, because because so far we were two and zero, and I've not picked an XL. <laughs> That's um, going to change. <laughs> is that going to change now for mid lane? I mean, it has to be special, doesn't it? I think you can even agree on this, surely. Maybe not. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, I've, so you do yours I'm, first. I'm going to convince you with special before you've even said something. I okay. know which the other one's going to be. Um, Special has been the best mid laner this split. <laughs> there you go. Like, <laughs> like when you've got mid laners such as Magic Felix and even like Adept, who's an Ericsson, who who have all kind of shown up, and there's been, I think, a very strong mid lane contingency for this entire split. Bar maybe you would say maybe Enclave and unfortunately maybe like Eminem to points. Um, like this guy has looked just far beyond anybody else and has been the carry for the side which is again 14 and 0 so when you're the carry and you're winning those games that means the carry is doing the right thing and that means that he is outperforming every single other person in what is i think the strongest mid lane um contingency no strong strongest mid lane like uh we've ever had in the uk essentially Mm-hmm. Uh, but go on, tell me why it's a debt. Go on. It's not a debt. <laughs> it's not a debt. <laughs> Who else could it be? Ericsson. Ericsson. Okay. Okay. I've gone for Ericsson. You've done. You've done actually quite good, making me second guess myself. With 
to maybe it should be special. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns, right? Eric's special, right? If you're saying um, that he's on the best team and he's the carry, then it's it's easy for him to carry, isn't it? Because he's on the best team. Ooh, and I actually, I I've, ever... I've got well, we'll go on to ADC afterwards, yeah. but could argue that maybe the ADC is more of the carry for XL as mm-hmm. well. So I think Ericsson it also comes into and maybe this is like maybe this isn't it depends how we're looking at it as well because I guess Seamless Bit maybe should just be the best player but I'm also I'm, I like to like why I gave it to Shikari maybe he's not on the best team mm-hmm. he's he's done his job for his team really well and Ericsson came in on a barrage team that obviously they've ended up being quite good well really good Um but there wasn't much expected from him, I think. He was, you know, in, only alone from a arguably a weaker league. And he's he's been up there with with like special Magic Felix. He didn't hasn't looked out of place. He hasn't there's mm-hmm. been other mid laners that were clearly at a lower level and he's obviously a you know, he's been one of the standouts for Barrage. And um I have got some other stats to, to help me a little bit. Oh, but actually they're one of them kind of helps you a bit more, I think. Actually, in terms of KDA, he's he's third behind Special Magic Felix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so behind the two of them, but <laughs> for me, they are they. Oh well, I've I've talked myself into a hole now. <laughs> he has the yeah. highest kill participation of any mid laner, yes. so he's he's clearly helped. Like. <laughs> Uh, Ericsson is, yeah, we understand. I think I should have right, gone special. Right, I probably should have gone with special, shouldn't I? <laughs> and but, you know what? I can I can understand because I'm gonna be quite honest. If yeah. you know, we've only got two other positions. Like I didn't have a barrage player in, and part of me is kind of like, like why? Why was there a barrage player which has not made it into my side? Apart from the fact that obviously I'm incredibly biased against barrage, apparently, <laughs> um, and. Uh, maybe a little bit is recency. Probably a lot of it is recency. Mm. Um, but I also look at... I actually think Barrage's strength was as a team and not as yeah. an individual... Uh, as individual players. Like, they've... I would say, arguably, they've got some of the... We were talking about top laners, like Fleur Z as well, is someone we didn't even mention. He's been absolutely great. Um but they've got a top four player in each one of their sides, I would say, mm-hmm. um, varying from fourth to, you know, even, th- you know, th- well, that's the issue, probably not first, but you've had like second, third and fourth best players in this side, which has turned out to be, which makes them a great side. But they, for me, when you're doing a team of the split, it's every role, if you had a, a team of the split and it wasn't, well, if you had a team of the split, it'd be XL, <laughs> but still like, yeah, what, what I'm saying is that there is no, like I would Coach say, of the split one. maybe would be more like, yeah, Barrage, exactly. Yeah. But there's been no number one, but there is a clear like two, three, and four best players in the in the side, mm-hmm. and that's why they are third. Um, to be fair, is because they've got this great team and this great ethic, which I, I really do appreciate. And to spin it on its head, you can kind of say that then the fact that they haven't got this one standout player and have come third is actually quite a testament to them. Yeah. But the fact that they've just got consistently really, really top class UKLC talent. Mm-hmm. In this in this team is actually quite a good thing. Yeah, but go on. Are you still sticking with Ericsson? Are you going to go? No, I'm going to I'm going to stick. Otherwise, um, otherwise I don't have any barrage players as well. And again, I feel a bit bad. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> spoiler: I don't have any fanatic players. And considering they're second, maybe that's maybe. I mean, I I did have at least one fanatic player. 
There you go. Let, let's go on then to ADC. I reckon we might agree on this one. Um, I mean, for me, it has to be deadly. Like, yes, same. same. Uh, I, I, I genuinely, and I get right. The one thing which made me think is I thought, oh, Deadly's won this because he's clearly the best ADC. And then I kind of looked at it and I was like, to be fair, there's some, you've got X Matty still in this league and you've got User in this league as Even well. Kevo's look really good this Even year. Kevo, yeah. Uh, and again, it's a little bit like the mid lane. I actually looked at it and I was like, that's strong competition. But Deadly's just looked, just, he's made them look like chumps at point, I yeah. think, honestly. He's been and, on the best it, team for it, in fairness. Yeah. Like, he's, he, they've not been so reliant on him and an XL. They win. They've won a lot of games so hard that he and, and Prosfair has mentioned it on on the UK after show uh, in the in the argument against um, Deadly in that case, and it it proves that he's not, you know, maybe not as good as everyone says. Mm-hmm. We'll wait and see if when Envision play against them. So I can't wait for that. But um, he is able to a lot of the time just you know sit on his own and farm up. But in on the opposite end of that, he's got so much resources going into him, mm-hmm. and for a player that's He's not a rookie, but he's not been around as long as I think the other uh, members of XL. It's a lot of pressure on him to, you know, he gets all those resources. He's got to carry the games when they when they give him that, and he does. However, I do think you've also got to look at it in the sense that this guy came in with a reputation, and it, it's a weird reputation. So despite finishing first in the um, LVP with Giants, and despite finishing second in EU Masters, like literally last split, he was regarded as the worst player of that side. Mm. Um, and he was he was the guy where it's like, oh, if we need to go late game, we will just have Deadly because Deadly is just a late game player. That is what like the consensus was for that mm-hmm. side. If, you, if you'd not known that prior, you would not have thought that would have been the same player with what he is for the UKLC. I think he's actually, he's been aggressive to a point and yeah, you've got Kasim behind you, so I guess you, you've got that liberty. Mm-hmm. But, I feel like he's he showed that he, there is a different style to play with him than just oh you know let's just wait till late game and let's just see what happens. Um, he's actually been I think a very versatile player in his ability to kind of play aggressive, and you know I would actually agree with you at some points be the carry, but then also be like oh I'll just play Aphelios and let Special do the work. You know like kind of you know the fact that you can kind of mix those and and it the player doesn't look bad doing it mm-hmm. is a really, really strong suit. And I think it's the one thing which does hinder uh, maybe the likes of like Yusa, who I think is still like one of the best UK talents right now, just in general. It's good that we've got two good, really good UK ADCs, to be honest, three in ex Uh But the one thing which I think I have to criticize Yusa for sometimes is that um, he's a very, very good carry player, but sometimes you can't just carry in in an ADC role, and I feel like when he has to take that step back, it's a bit more difficult for him. Mm-hmm. Um, X Matty also does that role, I think, very well of what as what Deadly does. But I just think that, um, and again, but Deadly's just looked brilliant, and there has been games where he they have won because of him, um, and he's in the best team for a reason. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, the other one I would maybe probably give it to wouldn't really be useful, but maybe like Kiavo. Um, I think actually he's stepped up so much in yeah. the point where I'm like, okay, this guy had his chance at actually a really good side and, and has took it and, and looks really good out at the end of this. Um, he would be my second, if I had to have a second, it would probably be him, mm-hmm. then X Matty, then, uh, then Yusa. 
if I if I had to uh, decide, um, I just think that yeah, he'd looked he'd looked very very good. And again, it's one of those where it's unfortunate that a barrage player didn't get in. I think if we had a second team, there would be a lot more barrage players yeah. going in. Um, and Kevo for me was the second best ADC in the league. Mm-hmm. And if we were doing maybe like a most improved. We give that to Kevo, so he can oh, have that at least. Oh, hundred percent. But West never given most improved because most improved is the worst awards ever. It's <laughs> the, that that could be very much taken as you were really bad. And yeah, you it's just like got a, a bit better. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of like a backhanded compliment, isn't it? Um, let's go on then to support. So I'm glad we could agree on at least one. Um, I reckon support. We might agree as well. I've gone for Kasing. Yeah. I think we went for Kasing in summer as well. It's just like he's he's not an e- a UKLC support. Is he? <laughs> and at the same time, last time he was in the LEC, he he didn't look maybe like mm-hmm. an LEC support. He's, he's somewhere in the middle, probably not not being harsh on the UK league. He probably belongs in, in maybe like a Spanish league or one of the slightly higher ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, he just he, or, he is the best NA. support. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Just, just, in general, just throwing it out there, maybe you know, like <laughs> you, you've got some of these, you know, imports in uh, in a. But then, I, to be honest, even I look at LEC and I look at uh, SK's. Who's SK's support? The OCE. Um, is it not know. Destiny. No, that's, ori- that's uh, Origins. Uh, SK, SK don't have like one of them. Let me see. Oh, honestly, like crown shots. No, he's ADC, isn't he? What am I about? Yeah, it's. Um, I believe he's OCE. I might be wrong, but is it Limit? Is that his name? Yeah, Limit. No, he's from not not um not from Oso. He was came from. He was in the German league last year. Oh, was he? But I I think that like he's a similar level to to someone like that. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's he's a UK player, probably playing in. Elite, which he actually wants to develop. Yeah, um, true. And he and would have like, 100% a... had say in picking Deadly or picking most mm-hmm. of the team. I can imagine him being the player where he's like, right, these are the players I want around me. Yeah. Um, and... and he's a franchise player as well. Oh, probably 100%. Nice paycheck for that. Like they, They're not going to... Yeah, XL aren't going to be looking to let him go at any point, I don't think. But yeah, in terms no. of like being back on like team of split, he's. I think he's just clearly the best support. Uh Again, it's another one. It helps. It helps that he's on the best team. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you're a support on a, a not great team, you might even you know get a good pick off and things, and people don't follow you in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Excel, they all know what they're doing, um, so it's easy for him to look good. But he uh, he really does look good. So it's it's difficult with so support is one of the hardest roles, um, I think, to judge. Um, so when you see a support stand out so much. And maybe, maybe because of the name value, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. We might have to take that into consideration because you're kind of focusing more on Kasing uh, than what you probably are, or maybe even like a Prosper or a, or a Haddo. Um, but you, you are focusing more on them into the sense of like, oh, it's Kasing, let's see how he does. But he steps up and he really does step up and he, he, has, he has made it easier for everybody around him in that side and i think that's a good support when even like mm-hmm. even in the mid lane he's helped he's he's helped yeah. special get along and he's he's definitely helped de- deadly and um he's clearly one of like the most vocal players in that side probably um and 
they seem to always just follow him and follow his lead and and know the right things to say. Um, I also said Kasing. I was very close to giving it to Haddo, though, um, because I just think that Haddo has had a ridiculous split. Um, Obviously went to... um, I think it was... He went to the Spanish League as well, Mm -hmm. um, came back, and I just think that he's performed brilliant since and he, he's out of it's one of those weird things because you kind of look at uh that diablos roster that uh i guess like maybe the one and done diablos roster at this point where you had like used to haddo yeah. uh kerberos and monkeys. monkeys who was the mid laner oh i feel bad now <laughs> um, hold on let me try and find it oh <laughs> We named four of them as well. That's a Krogson. Oh, that's a... Krogson. Krogson. Okay. Um, so you kind of look at those four, those five then, really. Mm-hmm. And for me, Haddo is the one, and maybe Yusa, which, and, and even, well, Kriffer. But right, so anyway, but Haddo, for me, has really stepped up from even that Diablo side. I, I, you could even argue that maybe yusa was better with diablos kerberos was better diablos and, and monkeys clearly obviously was as well um but haddo for me looks like more of a complete player and that going to spain and then coming back on this incredibly you know mismatched but unbelievably good team mm-hmm. uh, has helped loads um but for me you have to give it you have to give it kissing like the guy yeah. um was like I said i think he, he was he was voted it last last split as well. Uh, he'll probably get voted for it this split, and it's hard to bet up against any BTXL player. Yeah, definitely. Um, out of your five, then who is your MVP of the split? So my MVP is is special, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is weird because you haven't got him in your team. <laughs> um, but for me, um. Most valuable player. He's been the one where they've mostly um, carried throughout, and mm-hmm. you can't go fourteen and zero. Um, I agree with what you said previously, where it's like it might be a bit easier for him because he's the mm-hmm. carry, but then also there's a lot more pressure to execute that. Um, hopefully, we won't see Magi Felix because uh, has Magi Felix won it every time? I think, I think, I think he, he has might both have so far. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it'd be Magi Felix this time, unless people just vote. Um, and hopefully they don't do a public vote because we will literally probably see Magic Felix Soccer Sing win because uh, <laughs> Special really does deserve it I think this one yeah. and, and in terms of like he proved himself I think as well uh, this is his chance to have actually just have sat down and played with five players consistently and there's a testament to those players which had stayed in in Kasing, in Sendo, in Taxa and, and in Special where Actually, now they've got this whole side together. They are one of the best sides. Um, who would you say is your MVP there? I'm very interested with this one. Uh, mine's another one that you don't have in your team. Oh. I so actually. Taxa? It is, yeah. I went for Taxa ah. for mine. Kind of for the reasons, like I said earlier. I think he. And I guess for these reasons, you could maybe even give it to Kasing. But it's about mm. like how he helps to facilitate that whole team. Uh, he, he just, yeah, for me, he does such a great job doing that. I think even without having special in my team, I, it is a, a 
a clearly valid like a, re- a good shout for special to have it and, and even I, th- I thought about deadly as well mm-hmm. given that they're the carries but then they, you can't carry with I don't think without that jungler there that's that's doing such a great job to facilitate that and and to have two lanes that they carry through so like every game I think you, it needs a, a strong jungler for that so for me mm-hmm. I, I went for taxa and it's again another thing of like just the the great improvement that he's shown as well um for that reason too so if, yeah um, it was it was if tough it wasn't though a, an academy te- uh, academy side then so say you had a, a non-academy mvp mm-hmm. who would you give it to ericsson i think ericsson see he... i would have given it to adept so and they were i think out of the nod non academy mids i think those are like both of them are cut above all the rest so and i think it kind of shows again like we like we've been saying that like adept would have been my second um you know mid laner but would be my mvp if it was a um if it was a non-academy included mm-hmm. and just like with you like ericsson would be your MVP it just shows how strong we haven't picked Magi Felix. Yeah, like and Magi Felix hasn't played bad. This like <laughs> yeah. you, you can't say that he's he's played trash because he hasn't. He's on the second best team, but it's it's just been one of those where there has been, I would say, four incredibly talented mid laners in our league this mm-hmm. season. Been a bit spoiled, I think, for choice. Mm-hmm. And um... I dread next season. <laughs> I dread it because <laughs> I I. Apart from maybe Magic Felix and Special, like there is just this worry of just Ericsson and Adept not being here next season, mm. and it, it is unless they go to. I'm I'm happy with them going as as long as it's either to NA or NA Academy or uh, to LEC. I don't want to see him in any other ERL. <laughs> just keep them, keep them all. Yeah. That's it. Definitely. Let's. Uh... We could do well, some... what about coach? What about coach? As yeah, well? with coach, I think it would have to be, and I, I feel bad that I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Is it Serza, um, Barrage's mm-hmm. coach? I think you'd have. I think for me, it'd have to be go to him. Like coach of the split, you kind of. When I think about those, I kind of always think you've, it ends up being like whatever team has has over. I don't want to say overachieve. That's kind of like mm-hmm. a bit. Um, yeah, like means that barrage aren't kind of gives the impression that they're not actually good and they're only over there yeah, they are achieving more than expected they clearly were a good team but i mm-hmm. think for them to be playing so well so quickly as well um, and, to and especially when to gel as well yeah and when, we, and, when, and when like you said um that they were one of the last teams we put together as well and for them to gel so quick and have such a clear identity and and the, we said it, it it's probably a large part down to Sybil as well, in-game mm-hmm. at least. But, um, yeah, to be able to play so decisively, you know, know where they need to be, work the objectives so well, I think you've got to give a lot of credit to the coach in that sense. Um, so, for me, yeah, it'd be uh, Barrage's coach. So, for me, it would be Swiffer. Um, and, right, because, it, and like you said, it's so hard to judge a coach's, like, job yeah um and and we we are kind of taking like a little bit of just inside information we know so i don't know about like kind of fanatic or or even kind of like with envision to a point even though i believe isn't prosper essentially the coach of envision i might be wrong but <laughs> um 
with the way that it's set out. That's what I always thought. Uh, but I would have to give it to Swiffer because we knew that Swiffer didn't get to choose these five players. He was the last person to come in on this in this in that side, mm-hmm. and that must be quite difficult, I think, for a person who, let's be honest, wasn't a, he wasn't a coach before this. So he's coming as a player, uh, became a coach. Well, coming as a uh, was a player, came in as a coach for the first time, and has led a team to a fourteen and zero. And you could say, yeah. The side is strong, but there's got to be something which he must have done with this squad. Because like, you've got to think, despite obviously the roster changes, a lot of there was only one proper change made yeah. in that squad, and, and so they've clearly found out something and, mm-hmm. and made that. Yeah, because it's essentially apart from apart from the change of deadly, it's four out of the five players that mm-hmm. that were never this strong last year. So yeah, something's changed, and you know, apart from deadly coming in, the only other thing is the coaching staff. And I guess it help probably helps that they know, like we've talked about it before, that they're not chopping and changing. They know this mm-hmm. is the the core five. Probably helps in that sense as well. But um, yeah, definitely a lot of credit to Swift for like, like you say, it's his first coaching role, and um, yeah, let's be thriving so far. I mean, there's been like, and I think you kind of got to look at it in the sense of like like Yandro, for example, who I believe he's one of the misfits. Uh, he, I think. Misfits, yeah. yeah. Like he obviously performed very well when he was the coach for Fnatic Rising, but he never went fourteen and zero. Or well, you can't go for it, but he never, he never went undefeated this mm-hmm. season, I believe. Yeah. Um, whereas BT have probably done it in what is arguably a harder league for Definitely, that. yeah. Um, and so you you have got to give him a bit of credit, but you only it, it's I could see where you're coming from, where it's like from Barrage's perspective, yeah, he's the coach has been very very good and yeah. and you've even maybe got to give a little bit of credit to like someone like pad you know, as well who uh arguably if he had got into the playoffs would have been considered as someone who yeah. could have been on that uh, on that same mm-hmm. level as well another thing for swiffer as well is that i think even in any league it's even if there is a team that's dominating so much it's still so rare for them for to have a perfect split Purely mm-hmm. for like the motivation, like once you know you're locked in even first, we see even happens with G two every like the last couple of splits in the the LEC. Once they're locked in first place, and they've got that seed, it's there's it's like so hard to or even just now, like even in spring yeah. split, like they, <laughs> yeah. they kind of know that they're going to be the best side yeah. and they're basically trolled. Most and of I remember the there was um, I listened to a podcast before. It was a I don't remember the guy's name. He was like a he was a analyst for Team Liquid. Mm. Like during the last couple of years, when they were obviously the clearly best team in NA, and they was he was saying that the the biggest challenge that they have is keeping the players motivated when mm-hmm. they know they're the best team. How do you make sure that they they're actually giving their all every week? And XL never, not once, even when they've had closer games, it's more the other teams are putting up more of a fight. It's, XL have never looked like they've they've gone easy on anyone. And I think you've got to get to a point where like. So when it comes to like your twelve and zero, probably those last two games you were incredibly motivated. Yeah. But when you're like seven and zero, and you still know you got halfway through the split, like you're probably not thinking of an undefeated season at that point. Mm-hmm. But you're already thinking, oh, we've already qualified, kind of thing. Yeah. So there is, it's more that middle section, and there were games which were scary for a little bit, at least for for BT. Um, anyway, but. Yeah, um, I can definitely see why you gave it to Barrage's yeah. coat. Is it why? Why is it? Well, not why. Not, not why is it? No, it's so sorry. I checked it. it yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, but yeah, Swiffer for me has to have it. Cool. Let's go on. I guess to some predictions. I don't think there's any other kind of awards we can give. Is there? Unless we are going in like um, we talked before 
we started about rookie, but there's honestly there's not really many there's not really any rookies that have been that good. <laughs> I don't think... If you had to give it to like newcomer, you you can't even give it to Deadly because he played for Eminem. Yeah, so it's I don't think that's one that can really we can really do this time around. Um, I think that's all the awards we can give, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Fair enough. All right, let's go on then to some Ooh. predictions. Um, hopefully we we are correct in the games that we're predicting because like Tom said if we're... not then we'll we'll do it on this off Discord yeah anyway, we can do a yeah we'll sort it so hopefully these are right um, so we're presuming that it goes first against fourth and then second against third which yeah. I, I'm sure we've I don't know if it was Jeff when we spoke to Barrage uh, Tim about Barrage I'm sure we've heard it been, we've been told that I've, I'm, we can't have both made yeah, that up in our heads it's not been confirmed yeah. they would they would I, I would say that they would have said it would have been different if, yeah. if it was it wasn't mm-hmm. so. and um, the way it works so semi-finals are on Monday and mm-hmm. they're two best of threes and then the final is the following Sunday the 29th and that's a best of five so the best of threes that we're expecting are XL against Envision oh, so this Monday is it? yes the Monday oh. yeah 23rd um, okay which is a bit weird bit of a yeah, change in um change in days isn't it and i think even the the nordic final i think the nordic semi-final is tomorrow oh see so do you think it, it in oh no so they could have just done tuesday anyway yeah. but then the nordic final is on the same day as the uk final so i don't know if it's the same if it's still orcs and hip brain are going to cast they it, might it might be the, they might do with the same that, I, that would actually be pretty cool that i'd actually like that if they did say like the nordic game first yeah that's the, what they're doing i think uklc yeah. which would be i think quite cool actually yeah hopefully they don't overlap because that would then be a bit yeah no, i think it's like duo cast <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's see right so on our predictions okay mm-hmm. so the way we, we've obviously been been tallying up our points so far uh, for an update on that, mm. last last week was was hard. Now, yeah, I got six out of eight, which isn't isn't that bad. But I, there were some games I thought were like nailed on, like Enclave yeah. against Barrage, yeah. uh, that we lost. Um, so it was a bit of a weird week. Now, what did we... I get? Did I get five out of eight? Not quite, Tom. Oh, is it four <laughs> out of eight? <laughs> Not quite, Tom. It was, I did get three out of eight. You got, was it? You got three. Yeah, you got. Um, oh my god! <laughs> so you said you had demise to beat Phelan. Phelan won. Okay. Excel yeah, to beat Enclave. The game. It's fine. Oh, yeah, that was a hard one. Enclave. Yeah. Uh, you had Excel to beat Enclave. Excel obviously won that. We yeah. all had Barrage to beat Fnatic, which didn't happen. Um, mm-hmm. You had Eminem to beat Envision. Didn't happen. Uh, which which was kind of yeah. We yeah, all we, we all had Envision to beat Demise. That was one of the one that we all got. Um, and then Eminem Fnatic, you had Eminem. Uh, XL you got against Feeling. That was right. And then we all got Barrage against Enclave wrong. So yeah, it was a, yeah. it was a weird week. I'll admit. Um, so right now the standings are I've got forty six, you've got mm-hmm. forty, and the guest predictions are on forty two. So it's still <laughs> it's not that far away. Yeah, so the six points. So the way that I think we're working this now is that we get one point for the correct team which wins, mm-hmm. but then if we get the correct team and the correct score, it's three points. Yeah. So there is still a chance of us, you know, being in the finals. It could actually. So there's nine points available, yeah. and I'm. Six, well, we, yeah, we could, so have, could you know, for the final, it's best of five. It's even harder for the right result. 
We can yeah, exactly. even, let's say for the for the final we'll make it five points. Okay. Okay. So that's for the fair. for the semis here, there's a maximum of six points that we mm-hmm. can get. Like we said, one point for the right result, one uh, three points for the right score. XL against Envision. Two O XL. I'm going for. Uh, we've spoken about Envision look better, but I think Excel still look too strong. If it was a best of five, I might have gone for a three-one that Envision might nick a game. I but a best of three, I'm, I think it's going to be a two-zero. It's difficult because um, it's it's hard to predict a two-one considering Excel haven't lost a game, so yeah. like you're ex- you're expecting them then to lose a game. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 XL though. Uh, yeah, 2-1 XL because I can see I can see they're the only side I genuinely think which are going to take a game off XL if there was going to be one. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and and I don't think it's it's that silly of a prediction to make. Like these are the two oh, clearly obviously XL are, but Envision's the most informed side going into this tournament as well. And BT are obviously in form as well, so they, they could do something here. And they've got, like, they've got players who are who have done playoff games perfect, you know, to perfection in Shikari and, and Prosper. These are players who mm-hmm. who know how to play in the playoffs and play yes. when it really matters. That's true. I didn't think um, of that actually. Shikari and Prosper, they don't lose the UK league. So actually, in that sense, it should be a two zero sweep for Envision, shouldn't it? Yeah, well, I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think 2-1 XL. I think Envision will make a good account of themselves yeah. in this game. And I, I, I don't think it's going to be a stomp. I really mm-hmm. don't. I'm looking forward to the uh, to that bot lane matchup. There has been like a bit of a war of words from Prosper mm-hmm. and Kasing. So um, I'm excited to see if that goes any different this time. Obviously, Excel, I think... You know, well, they definitely did. Excel definitely 2-0'd uh, Envision <laughs> in the regular season. I was, I was like, going to check for a second. I was like, wait, they didn't mm-hmm. lose any games. Of course they didn't take one. But... Um, yeah, it'd be exciting to see if that is any different. Um, and like you say, with, with Envision now in their best form, if anyone's going to put up a fight to to excel, it looks like this will be the time. Yeah. Then going on to the second match um, that we think is going to be the second match released, uh, Fnatic against Barrage. <laughs> uh, this one, I a bit think... more of a difficult one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And honestly, I, it could... I was hard to even think which which team to pick to win, let alone the score. I think yeah, I think it should be a t- I've going f- I would think a 2-1 either way. I'm not seeing a 2-0. Mm. Fnatic uh well because we, we said like Barrage have been a bit weak in the last few weeks. Sure but yeah, surely that the Enclave loss should be a real kick up the arse and they've they'll um yeah, like 100%. Like I can't imagine I I can't I don't think we will see the same Barrage as what we've seen in the last 2 weeks, no. I would say. Mm-hmm. And they've got as well they got um, they got monkeys, I think now as well, like a sub jungler. So mm-hmm. you never know. Maybe if, even if they do go a game down, monkeys comes in, and, he, and we've got like the diabolist monkeys comes back. Yeah. Who knows? And even just to have, I don't know, an extra voice on there. They got you know extra ideas around the jungle. Mm-hmm. Might be a, a bit of an extra boost to give them as well. I'm gonna go for a two-one for barrage. Okay. Mainly because over the split, I. Th- even if they've dropped off the last few weeks, they've had the higher peak, I think, than Fnatic. If they mm-hmm. both play at the strongest we've seen, then I, I th- I'm going for a 2-1 on Barrage. And I think Barrage should get back to that because, like we said, their motivation should be back. Yeah. They should have that um, 
yeah, that kind of the the scare they've obviously had against Enclave. At the same time, you know, Fnatic, you never know. Magic Felix might show his former his former self. Uh, not it's, that he's been it's, particularly it's weird, weak, but it? it's it's really hard. I think this one. I this is this is the hardest matchup. Well, clearly, obviously, but yeah. like it's one of the hardest matchups I think to predict um, for the entire split because you've got two sides of 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 who's going to come into this match better. Um, I think genuinely, if you actually have to look at skill um, through lanes, I would say that Barrage have a better support and have a better top laner. Um, I would say that if on his day, Magic Felix is better uh, in the mid lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jungle then, I would say, I would also put as, as better. And then you've kind of got Yusa and Xmati, who I think can actually be very even. But maybe I would say give it to three to Fnatic and two to Barrage, but that's still very close in terms of you know abilities, lane for lane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it genuinely does come into um, how motivated a Fnatic going to be and how demotivated a Barrage going to be. Because if yeah. they're not demotivated at all, I think it could be. Yeah, um, that's a good point. We said about it might give them a kick up the arse. It could have could easily have the other effect if they lose to Enclave mm-hmm. they might be thinking shit well, we, we've got you know we've got Fnatic next week we can't beat the the 0-13 team mm-hmm. how have we got to win two games against Fnatic that are now above I us I do agree to the point where I do think it's a 2-1 yeah um, I am going to go 2-1 Fnatic um, because okay. Fnatic do have this I believe ability in the playoffs like they've always performed so I look at Summer like Fnatic were actually one of the best sides Mm-hmm. Um, and eat, but in spring they weren't the best yeah. side last mm-hmm. season. Uh, but in playoffs they were a whole different level. Yeah, they was three like um, zero against Davalos. Yes, final. exactly. Like, Davalos were, were the best team before that. Um, Fnatic have always seemed to perform even better in the playoffs, mm-hmm. despite even uh, the situations where they had with Prosper and Shikari last season. They still managed to win that split, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, um, so. For me, Fnatic have always been that side, which especially in the UKLC, have looked like a strong playoff side when it comes to it. Um, so I'm going to go to one Fnatic Rising. I could easily see Barrage doing it. And I think Barrage will be very happy that I haven't voted for them at this point because it seems that every time I do, they lose. <laughs> um, so either way, it's a win-win, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, 2-1 Fnatic. I it's it's weird because if you had told me at the beginning of the split that we'd just be seeing another academy versus academy final, I'd be a bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. But it's a different landscape than what we were all expecting, I think. And yeah. I think that like Fnatic will have had to have really worked for this to have got to this point. And it, it makes that kind of that final, this academy final actually means something a lot more. And it's the roles reverse. Like Fnatic were always this dominant side, and now it mm-hmm. seems that XL are, and Fnatic have got to try and slay them this time. Yeah. So it, it's a different story altogether, and they have had to be, I would say, two difficult sides in Envision and Barrage to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, two-one Fnatic, I would say. Let's see. I think that, yeah, it's definitely the hardest one that, and um, should be the closest, I think. And. Um... I think that's that's probably it for this episode. Then um, we might I've, we'll see because the the finals next Sunday, mm-hmm. so we'll maybe do an episode before then. See if we can get get one fitted in after the the semi finals have happened, and then we can give our finals predictions. 
Um, yeah. So let's see, and hopefully we'll get someone on. But like we say, obviously we've we've had a couple of cancellations recently, and it at this kind of time with these what's going on, it it's kind of to be expected. So I did say last time we'd have a guest this week. <laughs> so apologies, that we don't. Technically, if we are having one, you know, on the week, then and we can get someone on. Be. Yeah. So I might be true to my word in that sense, but don't be too surprised because I think it is. Yeah, the world's in a bit of a weird state right now. Um, so anyone listening then to finish up you know obviously thanks for listening um if you're as always if you're listening on spotify follow on there if you're watching on youtube you can subscribe you can follow us on twitter with our apps are on the screen uh, and you can follow 96 at n-i-n-e-t-e-s-i-x and of course uh, stay at home everyone as well that's uh, another big message right now and stay safe okay all right thanks for listening <laughs>